in this episode, we are going to be talking about something very special that has been bubbling up and in formation for pretty much my entire uh, awakening journey. And I feel like this is the culmination of everything that I have been working on over the last nine and a half years, which has arrived in the form of a manifesto which I channeled a few days back, which is called Dynamite, the Third Force. And the what this manifesto contains is pure codes of power that are meant to activate your highest self and for you to harness your full power, for you to create your reality and to shape the world. So what is, why is it called dynamite and why is it the third force? The third force is my primary teaching from everything I have learned up until now because what I saw in the world is polarization, which everyone is seeing. And what happens in polarization is people are in two forces which look opposing. People are on two sides which look like they're against each other, which looks like they're in conflict or contradiction. And traditional approaches have been to find a compromise between the two sides to keep going. What happens in compromise is that we are losing out on something or the other on both sides. The other thing that happens to a lot of people is that when you're stuck in the middle, when you don't want to choose sides, you don't choose any side. And you say, oh, I don't, I will not choose a side. And this, again, is a very passive approach. It's like, oh, I don't want to get involved in the conflict. I, I don't want to be part of all of this. The third force is about unifying the two sides and about choosing both sides. It's not about not choosing one side or choosing one side. It's about choosing both sides by becoming this third force in between where you are active in making this union, where you're active in harmonizing these two forces. And all of this begins within yourself. It begins by harmonizing the polarized forces within yourself, the contradictions within yourself, the inner struggle, the inner fight, the masculine and the feminine, the light and the dark, the things that you don't want to acknowledge or accept about yourself versus the things that you consciously recognize about yourself. So it's where the conscious and the unconscious also unify into one, which becomes a super conscious. So instead of this war between the conscious and the unconscious or about, you know, transcending the ego and just being in the spirit or all of these very exclusive methods, what we are doing with the third force, with the super conscious is bringing everything together. So we have all our intelligences functioning at peak capacity. So we activate our full potential, our highest self. And for me, the condensation of all of this information, the coalescing of all of this, was such an explosion within myself that I just, after downloading this manifesto from the superconscious, I just came to her and I said, dynamite, like the dynamite has exploded. And it's just like, you know, my mind was truly blown away by how clearly everything, how I could see everything so clearly. So when I said this a few times, she's like, you never use this word, what's going on? Like, And then I was like, I've just downloaded this amazing thing. I've written it down and it's just like the best work I have ever created. And it's called the third force. And she's like, you know what? Dynamite sounds much better. I'm like, hmm, I never thought of that. <laughs> so I was like, okay, let's call it dynamite, the third force. And I let it go for a few hours. And I started, you know, like just, again, we had a conversation with another friend, Lise, who's also been on the podcast many times, on the other podcast. So while talking to her, I was like, okay, now I'm actually curious, what is the spiritual meaning of dynamite? Because like somehow I just felt like there is something to this world. There's something special. 
and who would ever search on google the spiritual meaning of dynamic like, and usually people are searching for spirit animals and all of these things when it comes to spiritual meaning you know what's the spirit meaning animal? in the dream yes dream interpretation all of this but dynamite like something which is considered a you know like a weapon or something about destruction like how would someone research the spiritual meaning of that when i did that it was the most mind-blowing thing because dynamite is originates from the greek word dynamis which is the greek word for power and there is a reference to it in the bible where jesus is talking and saying that before you can become his witness you have to allow the dynamis of the holy spirit to enter within you and what is the holy spirit it is what creates the trinity between the divine and the human is the holy spirit is the third force so unconsciously we we brought the third force and dynamite together because dynamite is the third force it is the what in the bible is called the holy spirit what we are calling the superconscious it is where your human and your divine aspects interconnect and unify into one being you become this complete being where you're not rejecting any part of yourself beautiful introduction tell us more what does it mean to live from the third force so it's where i see it from my whole journey it's the the easiest way to understand it from the outside and from the inside is where we start understanding the union of the masculine and the feminine because the masculine qualities if they're not balanced with the feminine it becomes a toxic masculine or you have the feminine that's not balanced with the masculine and then you're too much in the feminine and this is a process i went through in the last nine and a half years where i had rejected my masculinity because i associated masculinity with toxic masculinity and i was like i once i became conscious of it i was like i don't want anything to do with being a masculine so for a long time i created this identity that i am a neutral gender where i was not accepting either i'm like okay i brought more of my feminine into my consciousness but i was like i'm not masculine i'm not feminine i'm neutral which is what i spoke about in the introduction is like most people end up choosing no side and that leaves you completely powerless you don't have the benefits of either side and you're just like oh i i will just be in no conflict and this was one of my big things was, i wouldn't say it's most people though most people who choose like who who get stuck in between like if you're not in the polarization okay a lot of people who are in between mm. don't choose either side okay. they go into the passivity like either you're fighting on both sides trying to prove yourself right or you go into this passivity of like mm. i will not choose which is also very related to you know in buddhism is like it's a denial or a rejection and it's like oh like I, i i don't want anything i just want peace and harmony but i want it through just disconnecting from the world rejecting the world and like i will go into my bubble i will be a hermit i'll go into the cave i'll go into the jungle and just i don't want anything to do with all of this conflict Mm-hmm. so where things started shifting for me is realizing that there is such a thing as healthy masculinity i had never when did you realize that it was only in february of this last year so since you're already on 2nd of january it was like almost a year ago that for the first time there were these two women who gave me feedback that i am the embodiment of a healthy masculine and it was such a shock to me because i was like I am not a man. Like, this was my my inner identity. I was like, I'm just not a man. I don't want anything to do with being a man or masculinity. And suddenly it was like, wait, what? I am not just a man. I'm a healthy masculine. Like, 
okay and like the moment that entered into me like suddenly this whole shell the identity had created of the neutral exploded and what came with that was you know like also all the fears of the toxic masculinity all the toxic masculinity that i had not yet healed like i had healed a lot that's why i was able to embody so much of the healthy masculine but there was the repressed toxic masculinity which i had not dealt with that also started coming to the surface this was the part of me that i was afraid of my power my like you know the, the masculine power within me and in the feminine like i had brought a lot of the feminine but then you know there were times when i would be too much in the feminine so what started happening was this union between these two forces where i was seeing the beauty and the power together it wasn't just beauty of the feminine or just power of the masculine it's like i now have an appreciation of both beauty and power and when i embodied that in myself suddenly i could see it out in the world so all the shadows that i had been projecting of like oh powerful men are toxic and evil i could see the same men as like wow they have real power they may have their toxicity but i can appreciate their power now what about powerful women and at the same like powerful women in my in my perspective now are those who have embraced that in both sides because they have the feminine qualities and now they have brought the masculine into activation where they are like you know they are doers they they use their power to shape the world they use their power to create magnificent lives for themselves so there is that alignment that they have where they have married the masculine and the feminine within themselves so that was my journey and like coming back to your question what it is to live in the third force is an appreciation for beauty and power together for love and compassion to coexist with power and authority and at the same time it's like because the shadow has been accepted like a lot of it has been healed but there's also an acceptance that there are still things i don't know about myself there are still things i have not fully integrated or that i see as bad or evil but even if that is the case it's like i have become conscious of them there's an acceptance of my shadow the same happens like there is the appreciation of beauty and power and there is no longer a judgment about the shadow and other is a pure acceptance of like yes everyone is human everyone has both sides of light and dark everyone has this contradiction but or opposing forces within which looks like opposing forces when we are in the light or the dark it's like when you are in the light then there is such a thing as darkness outside of you but when you come into the third force when you come into the super conscious there is no light and dark anymore everything has become one you have come into the absolute consciousness where good and evil are at the same level one is not better than the other so you go out of the comparison mindset you go out of the righteousness of like i am better and they are wrong they are bad they are evil you stop pointing the fingers like that is what living in the third force or li- like embodying the dynamite what it does is it explodes all of these nonsense ideas of like there is something outside of me which is the problem there is something outside of me which is worse and i am better or i am worse and they are better all of this neutralizes where you start seeing that every little thing whether it's a tiny branch or a tiny leaf on a big tree or it is powerful people in the world or it is the government or whatever it is is all the same everything you start seeing the importance of everything that nothing is out of place nothing is you know like coincidental everything starts making sense at that level and because you have so much clarity and you, you have this higher understanding now suddenly you understand how you can actually start creating your own life that you want to create it the way you want to live 
and you can start shaping the world because you, now you start understanding the laws of how everything is working because you have clarity. You are not in this denial or this rejection or this illusion of idealism where, oh, we are better and we will fix the world. How do you think armies are created? It's because two people think that they have the right answer and I will use my army to enforce my right answer and I will use my army to enforce my right answer. And then this so, is the... So in the third course, do you have opinions? Do you have beliefs? Do you have something that you stand by? It's very different from the opinion, beliefs, and morals that come when we are in the polarization. So there are all of these things, but there is objectivity because it's in the center. It, these opinions, these beliefs, these morals come from the higher perspective where you have bridged the split where you are no longer putting something outside of you. So because you have that inner harmony, you can be like, okay, this is this is my opinion, which sees everything. This is my belief, which is centered in objectivity. It can encompass everything. So it is where the paradox collapses and an objective belief arises. Mm -hmm. So when an individual is living from the third course, then what's their intention to live to create to be active to be proactive to to utilize that power and beauty so one of the qualities that arises is that you become a harmonizer which means what that you are you are integrating these two sides which appear to be split you're bringing them together so that is what becomes the purpose dynamite individuals let's call them that is that they are working to bridge the gap between opposing forces and it starts again within you you can't do that outside until you really have done that within you because otherwise it's just mental like it's just like oh i get it i this is how we will find world peace this is how we will blah 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 and that is very idealistic because most opinions about world peace are that everyone will be on the same side Everyone, everything will be peaceful, everything will be harmony in this very idealistic way. Whereas harmony from the third force is where sides coexist. Nature and humans can coexist. It's not like nature has to erase humans or humans have to erase nature. It's not like two political parties have to destroy each other or two countries or whatever it is. It's where you can coexist. So what the, the dynamite individual is doing is that they are creating this level of harmony, not just this, everyone will be on the same side. It's where you can have multiple poles coexist in harmony. So would you say that it's also implying peace and well-being for all? I feel like the definition starts changing. It's There is an acceptance of darker forces. Like I said, they're, they're not darker at that level of the absolute or the super conflict. There is an acceptance that pain is a reality, that death is a reality, that conflict is a reality. So we are not in denial of these forces anymore. What we are doing is bringing balance. It's not like utopia. It's not like heaven where everything stops. The moment heaven exists, hell exists. In between you have earth. This is what we are living in is the middle space where 
forces can coexist opposing forces can coexist and yes there will be pain there will be death there will be destruction and at the same time there will be creation if it's only creation and no destruction that just doesn't exist because energy is simply changing form if you want to create what you're doing whether it's conscious or unconscious you are destroying something so it's about this understanding this level of understanding that everything is transformation constantly so it's yeah it's going out of the utopia and the idealism into this grounded reality so let's take an example then um if we think of someone who is a ceo um or a founder or generally speaking a, a leader and either they run a business or they are active in some way change maker type of personality so how can that person then live from a place of third force in a way that they feel really aligned and fulfilled and they uh go after their dreams and they they create a ripple effect and they make a difference and they feel fulfilled with whatever it is that they're creating in in the 3D reality the way i see it is that another one of the qualities that came in the manifesto is that you become a sustainable creator and the sustainable part comes again from within where you learn to live a sustainable life and that sustainability can only come from the balance between the masculine and feminine where you honor all sides of yourself so you are a creator you have all of this genius that is coming through you you want to create let's say a company in the world or you want to be a leader of any form that we can let's call it the masculine part which is the act active force but let's call it the active force so in when i say the third force you have the active force you have the resisting force or the passive force and it's in the union of these that the third force arises so the active and the passive if they're not in balance what starts happening is that burnout anxiety there's too much energy that is not being balanced with the passivity where you can just feel the calmness where you can feel the peace within you where you can feel love you can appreciate beauty you have the feminine side but if it's just like do 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 i have to create i have to become rich the values are completely skewed because all these very masculine values come from the culture which is a very masculine culture right now it's like success is defined by reaching the top of the ladder or how far above you are on the ladder compared to others and all of these things which is not bad which is not wrong there is such a thing as healthy competition it can it is it does encourage things to happen so that is the healthy side but if it's only that and there is no nurturing qualities there is no recognition that even in competition we are on the same side we are not against each other in a competition if we, the moment we say in a competition we are against someone we have lost perspective so it's not against we are on two sides so we are competing but we are not against each other we are still going towards a world where we all want to live where we all want to feel good where we all want to be happy and that exists it's but that exists when you have perspective when you start appreciating others and their qualities and their gifts where there is no rejection and you're not like oh i have the right answer so only my company or my country or my party should win no there is the recognition that everyone has something great to bring to the table and i keep that perspective within myself so what i hear you say is there's much more intentionality and more inspiration and more acceptance of the world as is and because of that intentionality then and because of the power and the beauty and appreciation for beauty 
there's this eagerness to create something unique and beautiful and powerful and helpful and supportive of the vision that each individual has. So it's not, it's not this thing where it looks like, oh, you know, it's utopian and I will create something that will change the world and like completely. It's more like, I just feel like I want to create this thing. And whichever corner of the world it's going to affect in a positive way, that's what I feel called to do. And because of that active force, like you said, you actually go and create it from the right place without competing, without judging, without having this kind of unhelpful and, and unhealthy uh, intention behind, but you are doing it because you feel called to do it. And without burning out, without forcing yourself too much, but with this balance of taking action, creating, but also pulling back. So it's this balance between leaning in and leaning back. So it's a, it's a bit of a, like a dance where you allow yourself to play the game of life instead of just forcing or instead of just leaning back fully. Yeah. And while you were talking, like what, what also, you know, clicked for me is like, this is where as a leader, you can also see all the qualities that your team, your company, your party, whatever it is, is bringing out. Like, I don't have to do everything. I don't have to micromanage and control everyone. I am leading by recognizing that each person is a leader. Each person is bringing their genius into the world. And that's, I think, what you were describing. So just putting it in different words is that my role is to bring my genius into this world. And that is how the puzzle, this endless puzzle, which keeps evolving, keeps going, is that each person puts their piece in. And that's how I see it. So that's from the creative side. And then you have the darker side. Like I said, you know, it's not to it's not just the positive force. There is the recognition that there is an opposing force. There is a, a resist, there is something resisting. So how do we bring that into our awareness and use it? It's to like in, in my experience, what happens is that you go from the consciousness of reality is against me to everything that is happening is taking me in the direction in the right direction. So the resisting forces are equally needed, they're equally powerful, they're equally helpful. And when they have been recognized within ourselves, then there is more acceptance for them from the outside. So if I reach a place where let's say I'm depressed, okay, let's say I'm feeling like procrastinating. We can start with those labels because these are the common labels in the world. Like, oh, I just don't feel like doing it. What is the sol solution today? Is you don't want to make fun of me? <laughs> of my Indian action. <laughs> so today, what are people doing? They pop a pill. So that they can start, they can continue forcing and keep going. Oh, you're feeling depressed? Take a pill so that you can keep working. You're feeling anxious? Take a pill so you can keep working. You're burned out? Go fix yourself and come back to work. If there is a recognition that this state within me has a purpose, it's calling me to slow down, it's calling me to maybe shut down for a time, it's calling me to just do nothing because maybe something else needs to happen. Maybe alignment is calling me in a whole different direction. Maybe my role has changed. Maybe my purpose has evolved or changed. And I need to stop and bring this information into conscious awareness. All of a sudden, you're not in a fight with your system. 
there's a recognition that this has a role, this has a purpose. Let me listen to it. I went through that. I went through a long depression. And in the beginning, I was fighting. But then I did allow myself to stop and listen. Coming out on the other side, I have never had so much energy naturally. I don't consume anything, including coffee or anything. But it's just naturally high energy. I don't need to take things to feel good. A lot of sugar, though. I like sugar, but it's, <laughs> again, like the purpose is not to have more energy. It's just like there is natural energy. I like that's my indulgence. This is my dark side. <laughs> sugar. But again, you know, like that also, you you can recognize it has come a lot more into balance. Like where earlier it was an addiction. Now it's like it is this nice indulgence I have once in a while. So coming back to the point that when you are listening to your full system within and you start recognizing the passive force or the resisting force, the role of it, and you you incorporate it into your full being and value it and honor it. The same starts happening when it's from the outside. If someone is against you, they're not against you. If the world is against you, the universe is against you, they're not against you. They're recalibrating. You start seeing it from that perspective is that I am not seeing something. If the universe is opposing me so strongly and saying, don't go there, maybe there's another way that's even easier to get to my destination. So it's not that I have to change my destination. It's not that I have to stop following my goal or my dream. It's that maybe there's a much easier way instead of fighting the world, instead of fighting the universe and saying, I will have my way and using all of this only masculine might to make it happen. Maybe there's a much easier path if you just go a bit in another direction, suddenly things click and things open up. So again, it's about listening. Like If you can come into that level of listening to yourself, that's what intuition is, is guiding you to the easiest path to your destination. It's not something woo-woo. It's like your all your intelligences are working together. So this is what superconscious is for me, is where all your intelligences are working in harmony and you listen to the, the union of all these intelligences. So I'm not listening only to my mind, the masculine, I'm not listening only to my heart and this feminine, everything is love. I'm not listening only to my body, but I realize that all of these intelligences are very powerful. And the way that the, each of them processes information is unique. And when they each process the information and all of it comes together in between, that's where genius is at its peak level. And I find the easiest path to my destination. There's a reason some leaders just click and build these ultra successful businesses and companies effortlessly. Like resources become available, everything happens. And some people will think, oh, they are lucky, or oh, they are this, or oh, they are more genius than I am. All they are doing is they're using everything and they're listening. They, they are navigating the world from clarity. They're not in idealism. They're not in fantasy. They're not in only one intelligence of force, force, force. They're using everything that is available, all their resources in inner and outer to make their destiny a reality. They're more resourceful in this case. And you mentioned the word genius several times, uh, genius and zone of genius. And that reminds me of a part of the, uh, dynamite about authority and when we speak about genius or zone of genius that's basically pulling your unique soul's code to reality and reconnecting with that power that's completely authentic to you so one person might be optimizing or max maximizing their potential because they are meant to work in tech for example another person might be an excellent singer another person might be an excellent whoever, coach, for example. So my question then would be, 
how does that relate to inner authority and calm authority when it comes to zone of genius? So calm authority, just to bring the storm more into the spotlight, is another quality that belongs to the superconscious. And it is where we start reclaiming the term authority from authoritarianism, which is the toxic authority, which is, again, you know, this might control doing it because I have more power. Real power is not about controlling and dominating others. That is one version of, or a lower version of power, which has been conflated with authority. And if we want to own our full authority, we need to reclaim the definition of authority from authoritarianism. Your authority is not about controlling others or anything. It's simply a deep knowing of who you are and what is your role in this world, what you are here to do, what piece of the puzzle are you bringing. And when you are in that authority, because you are so deep in your knowing, you're so deep in that certainty of who you are in this moment, just to clarify, that also keeps changing. Your role today may be one thing. Today you may be the CEO. Tomorrow you change your position to the founder of a new company. The day after you become a coach. Then you become a politician. Then you become a musician. Whatever is your role may keep changing. But you are always connected to that inner knowing of like, right now I am playing the role I'm supposed to play. Right now I am living out my destiny. And that is where my authority is centered. There is no need of validation from the outside. It's not based on my position or a role. Like, oh, I'm the CEO, so I have authority. I'm a politician, so I have authority. No, it's, I am anyone, but I know that this is my role. And in that is all your power, is in that knowing, because you are not trying to be someone else or something else or take someone else's position. It's not in that competition of like, oh, they will take my position. I will take someone else's position and they will not like me. No, you are in your unique role. And because you're so centered in that, if someone feels like threatened by you or if someone tries to put you down or whatever it is, any dynamic that plays out, because you're so deep in your knowing, no one can touch you. You become invulnerable. That is your inner authority. People can have any opinion about you. People can feel anything about you and you're untouched. So when you are in that thing, you know that your role is just to bring your genius through. I don't have to do anything else. I don't have to try to convince anyone of my value. I don't have to convince anyone about the value of my work. I know what it is. And you don't need anything from anyone. And because I don't need anything, because I know the value and I value it, I only focus on the people who see the value and who are meant to see the value. If there is someone who doesn't like it, if there's a hater, that's the world we live in today. I don't need to feed their energy because my work is only meant for the people it is meant to touch. And it is also meant to touch the haters in the way it's meant to touch the haters. Let that energy go to them and do what it has to do for them. But I don't need to take on their energy and try to make them see the light. I don't need to save anyone. I don't need to make anyone see the light. Thus, what I call this living from your zone of genius, from your authority, is that you are channeling the Holy Spirit. You're channeling spirit. This is inspiration. Is that the spirit is flowing through you and the spirit will flow through you to others in whatever way it needs to flow. It touches the haters in the way it needs to touch them and it will do what it needs to do to them and you trust that and that's why you don't need to interfere in that and it will also touch the lovers in the way it is meant to touch them. It sounds like a perfect immune system. <laughs> that's rare. Like, that's a great thing. Like, 
that's i believe like your like my immunity is pretty great like i have not really been significantly ill for pretty much like nine and a half years and if an illness come it self heal because But even outside of that context immune to opinions immune to negativity immune to anything really and you don't need any validation approval you don't need to prove yourself to anyone you don't need to 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 earn anything you know your worth you know who you are you know what you stand for and like you said the right people belong in your reality the right people are magnetized to you and the wrong people just bounce back automatically because you have that immune system as a bubble yes and like that's yeah exactly like combining the two points physical immunity is a reflection of your mental and emotional immunity if you are if your energy is leaking all over and you're taking in everything that is going to reflect in your physical body in your energy that is when you will have low energy and you need to compensate with pills or you need to compensate with coffee and all of these things or you need to numb yourself with alcohol or whatever it is so all of that is a reflection of your emotional and psychological immunity when all of that becomes intact your physical immunity also reflects that so the physical is just a reflection whatever is happening in your outer world coming back to all of these points is always a reflection of what's happening in your inner world so if you're getting resistance from the outside there is some resistance within you which has not been resolved listen to that listen to the resistance from the outside to to see where do how do i need to navigate in this moment where do i need to go what do i need to do and all of that keeps coming back to you keep manifesting your genius into reality this is your gift that is meant to come through and you the way you honor that gift is by listening to your full system by keeping your system healthy you mentioned earlier alignment coming back to center coming back to alignment can you speak more to that from the perspective of the third force let's both speak about it because this is also your one of your topics is alignment and yesterday you were discussing you know, like alignment is realignment commitment like we had another episode with uh, gay and katy hendricks where it was like commitment is recommitment and alignment is realignment there is no such thing as a permanent i got it i got the process that's going to work for my company forever i got the the health codes for my body the diet for my body that's going to work forever there is no such thing your everything is evolving constantly the, the reality is changing constantly so alignment is a constant process commitment is a constant thing where you commit 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 until or you commit and you recommit until you realize okay it's time for this commitment to close i need to go somewhere else i have aligned to this uh project this foundation this company this vision for 7 years 9 years whatever it is now it's time to change direction so that's my perspective on alignment is there anything you want to add to it so for me th- these are great examples to think about if if you have an inspiration or an idea that you want to create something and like you said in spirit you are inspired to create something that comes from your spirit from your soul <laughs> and because that idea was born you're called to go on an adventure and create something create that thing create whatever it is that you are called to to do and create and with that just by having that inspiration you transmit that reality into a possibility so there is a potential created okay i i want that reality to become a reality in the 3d here and when you think about making it happen when you are intending to make it happen when you are 
taking active action to make it happen, a bunch of things are going to come up. Maybe there will be some resistance. Maybe there will be insecurity. Maybe there will be doubt. Maybe there will be fear. Maybe there will be someone who will say, are you out of your mind? This makes no sense. There will be pushback. Something like this is going to come up. Why is that? That is because you're not in full alignment yet. And all of these things are coming up because you need to realign, you need to readjust. You need to um, keep on adjusting and tweaking your emotional state and your alignment with that desire. So basically what's happening is that that idea that came to your mind is there for a reason. That desire was born because you're meant to create that. Not necessarily that is the thing, that is the desire, but it is inspiring you to take action in that direction. And as you're going in that direction, as those emotions come up, then you keep on realigning, 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 realigning. And like you said, you always constantly change. So that desire might shift a little bit as well. So in the uh, dynamite you also wrote about the moving target and as the target is moving you are also adjusting along the way so you're tweaking your emotional state constantly on a daily basis on a momentary basis in order to realign with those desires with that moving target over and over and over again which is how you not only express your zone of genius to the best of your ability but also this is how you in you magnetize synchronicities so you start noticing what is working and what is not working, what is feeling right and what is not feeling right. So you're basically clearing your life from habits and thoughts and people and uh, whatever other uh, experiences in your life that are going and bringing you in the right direction that is actually fully in alignment with who you really are, with your zone of genius, with your authentic self, with your inner authority, rather than bringing you somewhere where it doesn't really feel right. It doesn't make you feel empowered. It doesn't make you feel great or fulfilled or joyful. So that to me is what alignment means, where you're so committed to the process of alignment and realignment. You're so devoted to who you truly are that you constantly take action that's appropriate in any given moment to either set boundaries, to either speak up, to either take action, to either pull back and relax. Whatever you're called to do, you're realigning over and over again to be in your full power. This reminds me of episode number 11, 11 with Pilar, where you know she was talking about how desire is meant more like a navigation system for you to keep knowing yourself better and better. And Again, you know, it's like to start seeing like desire is like a medicine for your soul. When you are manifesting your desire, it is transforming you. It is healing you. You are confronted with, like you said, you know, everything starts coming up. You're confronted with all of your shadows, with all of your insecurities and doubt. And that is the medicine that will help you to come into your full power. So to start seeing desire as something so much bigger than just I will get what I want and I will be rich and I will be famous and I will have peace or whatever it is you desire. It is so much more. Like desire is sacred. I, I have used this term many times. Desire is sacred. If you start seeing what effect it has when you go towards manifesting your desire. I feel like it's a wrap. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like it's a wrap. That is the third force. That is the dynamite. Yeah. So this is, yeah, like this is what one of the big things that's going to come up regularly in the podcast, you know, diving deeper and deeper into the third force and dynamite and alignment and magnetism and all of these topics, authority, calm authority. So stay tuned.